0: year what is going on everybody we bike this is your host rob back with another episode of from my experience podcast hope y'all are having a great week this week things are continue continuing to roll it is now february so i hope your new year has started out well it's still the beginning of the new year you still have time to get your shit together so get your shit together anyway I have a special guest with me today, um, a good young brother, um, a good young fraternity brother, uh, a oh, good yeah. young chapter brother from the Gamma mm-hmm. New Chapter of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, mm-hmm. uh, founded at the Claflin University in Orangeburg, South Carolina. He is a director mm. and photojournalist. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all, I don't even think they're ready for you. They ready for well, you? Well,
1: let know? me tell you something mean, Gene. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Avery Ledwell.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We in the building today. What's happening? Greetings, Big Brother ABC. Hold on. Don't...
0: <laughs> Wait a minute.
1: Uh. Oh, uh, yeah, What's going on, Rob? Th- that's uh, I appreciate um... you for uh, having me on the podcast.
0: Yo, so, <laughs> no problem, man. You know, we're always looking for people to share their experiences. Um, and the way we grow and get better at what we do is to work. You know what I'm saying? So, yes,
1: that's sir. why
0: I, I am always reaching out and looking. I'm glad you hit me up and was like, yo, when I'm going to be on the show? Because I get people who do that to me all the time. And I would be forgetting, just to be real. Because I be <laughs> on Instagram and all these other places, soliciting, soliciting. So, now I got to, yeah. like, sit down and work on the routine but we ain't talking about me we're talking about you director oh, and photo man. journalist okay so take me back to the beginning when did this uh because i i can tell you really care about what you do and you love what you do you know i i peeped you uh at home coming over the past couple of years filming and stuff like that i, I see you up in the in the news station doing your thing so tell us where this journey began
1: I mean, uh, I'll, t- I'll take it back, uh, even back to um, middle school, man. Uh, back at Lugolf Elgin Middle School, we had ourselves like a little uh, like morning show. You know, we just like made the announcements and stuff like that. And I was a part of that. And I was just like, you know what, I, I kind of dig this. And then that transitioned to me being in high school working for, uh, we kind of like had the same thing, it was called L.E.T.V. We had to kind of like make skits to like announce like the news and stuff. Yeah. So like doing that, like I just like really like liked it. I was like, you know what? When I get to college, I'm gonna try this mass communication thing out, see where it takes me. And I just, I just love like the the whole aspect of like videos and like making things, like whether it was like music videos, where it was ads or something like that. I just always thought it was dope. And just continuing that got me in the career that I'm in right now at uh, Old News 19, man. Wow.
0: So this is a passion that started long ago that you just continue to pursue. Did you ever hit Mm -hmm. any bumps in the road that made you think you wanted to do anything else? Is there anything else that kind of might have gotten away and taken your focus off off of it?
1: I mean, uh, as probably like you or like many other people straight out of college can understand, like, you know, some people just aren't fortunate enough. Like as soon as you get out of college, like you got a job, you know, waiting for you and stuff. Yeah. So it's just like when I started applying to different places, I didn't hear anything back. I was just like, man, maybe, you know, I didn't put enough like work in in college. I didn't have enough material uh, to give them. Like I was just working like you know a little uh, other odds and ends type jobs. And I was just like, man, I hope I get something back. Then one day, like I said, um, I filled out an application on WLTX, the chief photog. At the time, he emailed me. He was like, "Uh, you know, send me some uh work that you did." and I was just like, "Oh, snap <laughs> And what's so funny? What's so funny was when I look back at it now, it's actually something that could like air on television. No, oh, really. I remember uh our chapter we did like the um you know, like the political walk that we done before.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Basically, I I videotaped that. I got interviews with people talking about you know the importance of voting and whatnot. I sent that to them, they must delight, and they were just like, you know, come for the interview. And the rest is history.
0: Yo, so, ladies and gentlemen, there's a very, very, very important lesson here, um, if you didn't just listen. And Steve Harvey talked about this. Um, sorry if y'all feel a way about Steve Harvey, but some of the people that I really listen to and take <laughs> advice from aren't perfect. And, you know, people aren't perfect. People don't know how to take the good with the bad and separate the two. But one thing he always talks about is preparing for the opportunity. Like we always pray and say, we want this, that and the third, but a lot of times Mm -hmm. we're just sitting back waiting for it to happen. And then when it does happen, we're not ready because we weren't continuing to work. So as you see, you know what I mean? He said things weren't going the way he wanted them to go, but he got hit up. Bong. The guy asked for more stuff. Now, suppose he was sitting on his ass, not working on his craft. He wouldn't have had nothing mm-hmm. to send. He wouldn't have been prepared. And that has happened to me numerous times, man. I've had opportunities and I just was not ready and I had to pass it along to somebody else. And that's one of the greatest lessons that I learned. Like, if you're into something, if you're passionate about it, like you have to be prepared because you never know who's going to see it or who's going to hear it and want more or want you to step it up. So like the question is going to be, are you going to be ready? So I'm, gl- I'm definitely right. glad you shared that
1: um absolutely man you very good points
0: yes sir yes sir now <laughs> uh i was joking with him before we started recording i said i was gonna tell the story of how we met but i don't think that's a good idea now uh maybe, uh, they, maybe. They don't
1: have to, they'll wait to the next one for that we'll we gotta make them uh, <laughs> leaving wanting them some more
0: yeah we gotta leave them wanting some more so how are you like how long you been working there now
1: Oh man, I started uh there back in June twenty fourteen. Wow. So it's uh this June coming up, man, be six years. This be the longest job I've ever had.
0: Wow. But that's for good reason. <laughs> is your position like is this one of those positions where there's constantly competition or are you like you good?
1: Uh, I mean it's a little bit of both in, in my industry a lot of people will tell you in the news and stuff too. Uh I mean there's more than one person there that's doing your job. Right. And you want to make sure that you're doing your best ability to make sure that no one can say, like, you're the worst, uh, you know, person mm-hmm. <laughs> at, like, at your job, like, doing yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've I've had mine. I've just, I didn't start off this way. When I first got there, I just started off as the audio board operator and um, just, like, you know, just a regular photog. talk.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But as years passed, I was just like, you know, I need to add something to my resume. I need to, you know, build, build myself up. So I was like, I need to learn how to direct shows and basically, like, directing shows. Not exactly what you think, like, when it comes to, like, a movie director, but, mm-hmm. like, when in television production, you have the person who's in control of, like, going to the different video clips, playing uh, the graphics that you see pop up on the screen. Like, we're responsible for that. Uh, I mean, it's a lot at one time, and let me tell you, with live television, it can be very, very difficult, but yeah. I decided to do that, and now I'm basically, like, the head like weekend director now for the station what mm-hmm.
0: yo so you talk about the pressure which i know you can handle <laughs> you talk about the pressure of it being
1: live oh, you know what that pressure makes my dude <laughs> i ain't
0: gonna start we ain're gonna start man we ain't gonna start what um right, right. What, what advice do you have someone to, for someone who may be looking to pursue this type of career? And, you know, how do you deal with the pressure? Because I know with something being live, like if you mess up, everyone sees it, everyone knows it. And we're in this stage or this era, rather, of social media where your mistake is magnified by a million as we, you know, God rest his soul, and the others that were involved in the helicopter crash. Kobe Bryant, there's a couple of newscasters that are under fire and in trouble because of things that they've said and done. Because now it's like, you know, if back in the day it was like if it happened on the news, if you didn't hear it from a friend or something like that, you never knew it happened. Whereas now you're on every single social media platform and millions of people get to see your mistakes. So I know that you play a role in those news broadcast so how do you deal with the nerves or do you even have nerves anymore
1: uh well before i even get into that let let me just say first and foremost rest in peace to like my favorite basketball player bro kobe bryant like the thing that happened with him was such a tragedy man and so all of a sudden it's still hard to process to wake up and just be like man kobe's like actually gone and you know, not just Kobe, but his daughter and everybody else that was on the helicopter as well, too. Like, yeah, these people had stuff planned for that day. That, like, we never know when it's going to happen. And then when you, you know, break it down to how news, um, how we uh, present this to our audience. First and foremost, like you said, we live in a society where you don't have to be watching the news to get the news. Like, all these different, um, you know, stations and, like, organizations, businesses, they all have social media. They post it on their social media because they know they get it to people faster that way. It's so important in our business that our information needs to be right. People already, like, around the world don't like the news because they think we always, like, you know, there's secret, like, hidden agendas. Or there's biases and we just make anything up just for clicks and stuff. And I was noticing that a lot. Uh, like this past weekend with this whole situation dealing with that is like we have to have sources confirmed, we we have to have reputable rep, uh, reputable, I think that's the way I said sources, to, yeah reputable <laughs> can you speak um, sources to understand that the information that we're presenting is right like I remember hearing that first it was like Rick Fox was on the plane on yeah. helicopter as well too and i seen an interview Rick Fox was saying how like his family kept on calling his cell phone to make sure he was all right and stuff like I don't know who in the world like presented that false information where did they get that information from right like I remember first we were hearing that it was just Kobe and five other people and Kobe and his daughter and there's like nine people then like the whole Rick Fox thing people have to have credible sources man and honestly I hate to because I've I know this 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 happens too in um like, Columbia, like, especially, like, say, when a, a soldier at Fort Jackson dies, mm-hmm. uh, we're allowed to report that the, a soldier has passed away, but we're, like, not allowed to say that name until the family knows for sure. Right. And with that whole situation, I, I didn't, um, I don't remember hearing exactly when, like, Vanessa Bryant and the rest of the girls, like, heard about the travesty, but honestly, before, like, we report any names or so, the family needs to be informed first. So that's my information to people about whatever sources that you may have. Make sure they're credible. Uh, make sure it's right. Just because you got the information first don't mean that that information is right. Correct. Yeah.
0: Now, how do you deal with these nerves or these, these you know, knowing that something is live and it's riding on your shoulders?
1: Uh, oh, man. Honestly, I it, it still baffles me like to this day that my work is is being seen by, like, thousands of people, like, across the state. Mm. And I'm just like, if I make a mistake, people see that on air. The thing is, with me, it's just like, hey, like, this is live TV. Things ain't always going to go perfect. If I make a mistake, I just have to hurry up and get back on track to make sure that mistake doesn't even look noticeable. Because a lot of times, like, the stuff that happens back in the control room, it can be going hectic, but on air, you won't even know. You think that's all like part of the plan. Right. So like dealing with those like dealing with those nerves, man, is it's just knowing that something can happen, but looking over like the show of what, what's all is gonna be uh taking place like way ahead of schedule can really help as well. Now when you have like breaking news and stuff, yeah, you just hope and pray for the best.
0: True, true. Okay, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure you stay pretty busy with your career, but you are married as well, correct, sir?
1: Yes, sir. The, the, the few, the proud, the married, news. So, well, let me not say few. <laughs> Damn! There are a lot of gentlemen out there.
0: <laughs>
1: he said the few, though. No, we, we, we.
0: No, I'm not even going to go there.
1: <laughs> oh, see, you, look you. at you now. Look at you. Look,
0: man. No comment. Uh, all right, all right. How, good are, there. how are you balancing your um your work and your life? You know that work life balance because I know that you know. I mean, are you on call or like do you have a schedule? Because I like the news is like you know.
1: Yeah, man, it's. I, I tell you, this this is one of the most difficult things like to deal with uh like you you don't even have to be married to experience this if you with a significant other Mm -hmm. and like y'all schedules on like completely different like time sets it's rough it's all about like seeing okay what what time does she what free time does she have what free time do i have gotta make them gotta make the best and the most of that time period and it's just hard you you both get off work you're both tired both you want to go to sleep, but you want to stay up and just enjoy each other's company. It, it's it's difficult, man, especially with my schedule working like every weekend and stuff, mm. bro. I'm telling you. And then in Colombia, it's like it's always something going on, man. I tell people all the time. I didn't realize how hell yes, how man. crazy it gets in Columbia until I started working for the station,
0: bro. Listen, my like, girl watches live PD, and they stay ooh. in Lexington. <laughs> <laughs> I'd yeah. be so embarrassed when that shit pops up. She just looks over at me, I'm like, keep looking forward. But then they head back out mm-hmm. to California. So I'm like, mm hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, bruh. It's I always hear like like you said, Lexington County or Richland County pops oh, up. Yep. I'm just like, No, not again.
0: Not man. again.
1: Hell yeah, oh man.
0: Gosh. But um you yeah, right but about it is, that. it's tough, bro. Yeah, like I haven't, I've have not seen my girl since the week of Christmas. Like our schedule, yeah, our schedules have been nuts. Like she's doing a lot, I'm doing a lot, and we're we're close now. You know, we're only like an hour's from change away. But right. um, and our anniversary is coming up this month. Well, this will be airing in February, so this month. Love you, babe. So, um, yeah, you're right. Shout man.
1: out to Mrs. Ledwell whenever she hears this.
0: Ha, there you go brother ha, 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 ha. gotta remember the misses
1: so you yeah, call man. that points on the board rob
0: yeah yeah gotta have those points on the board I'm actually gonna interview my girlfriend mm-hmm. she does makeup so um she's nervous she was like no um, you gotta interview me like a regular person i was like alright. <laughs> and yes babe i know you don't talk like that because I know she's gonna say something <laughs> uh
1: hey man you get you get them women's talking about that fenty they they can go on and on i know
0: I know, I have to learn about it, man, because I have to be buying that <laughs> stuff on the low. I'll be hooking up with
1: Ooh, these gifts. yeah. Need, so, a, need a whole separate paycheck for that, bro.
0: Yeah, dang. Don't, don't get me started. You uh, so <laughs> you have, what is the News19Nerds YouTube channel? I have not had a chance to check it out.
1: Oh, man, like uh, News19Nerds channel, uh, shout out to all my people's back in station, Leroy, Michael, Lauren, everybody that helps us out, Adam. Uh, basically, what we do is, you know, we uh, try to bring news, basically more on like the, you know, kind of entertainment type of ways, like like the nerd stuff, like you know, comics, video games, um, you know, movie reviews and stuff like that. We uh, we just recently dropped um, a review for the Joker DLC in um, MK11. Uh, I know when um, uh, the Furious, uh, the Fast and Furious trailer comes out, we're gonna have a, rev- a like a reaction video to that and like we do movie reviews like we did Avengers Endgame um uh, what else we did did a Bad Boys uh uh review for that as well oh, I man see. We I, just I,
0: I'm looking we at just... it now there you get hold on 29,000 views what
1: hey man we some of them joints be hitting for real <sighs> man we 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 get we get some stuff out there damn you I commend saying? you man
0: youtube having a having consistency on youtube is tough and I tried it for a little bit, but I couldn't. I couldn't do it. And then I kind of got discouraged when I heard about all the demonetization going on. Um, but I don't know. My my boy just asked me if I wanted to get back into the whole gaming scene with it, and I was like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm I love potting right now, so I don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but that's what's I up, man. This man. Is actually, this is actually dope. Y'all need to look at this. Yo, that's what your hair looks like now. You got a fro?
1: Yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to go this thing on out.
0: Yeah, you better grow and enjoy it. When you get old like me, it start looking funny as hell.
1: Oh, man, <laughs> these gray hairs are already popping up, bro. Oh, what? Yeah, Hold man. On, man. You I, ain't I know, 30 I know yet. Gonna... Man, life is stressful. I need you to understand this. <laughs>
0: oh, I understand, <laughs> bro. Trust me. I teach. Trust me. I know. Wait. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Ooh, especially dealing with these kids. Yeah, I know.
0: Exactly. Now, you say you also mentioned that you have your own YouTube channel. Has it started yet, or what's going on with that?
1: Uh, I mean, it's it's it's. I wouldn't put it in a category as um, some, something where you uh, go on it and you automatically hear it and say, "Hey, you guys, welcome to my YouTube channel." No, it, it's it's not like that. Mm-hmm. I just like putting like things like I've shot on there and stuff. And honestly, uh, the main thing why I wanted to have a YouTube channel was like you know, once I'm dead and gone, people can just look back and see like, "Dang, look at all the." stuff like Avery did and stuff like what where he was at like doing stuff like I put like all our the homecoming videos that I shot on there I like to put like maybe some video games um that I played on there so like my kids kids can see like dang look at the uh videos grandpa used to play and stuff look at these
0: graphics <laughs> said grandpa oh I see it right here it's just your name
1: yeah 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 oh, it's some, I'm already man.
0: subscribed actually I need hey, Right, See, I,
1: I always knew movie. you were my favorite frat, brother.
0: Here you go. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to link up on some of this media stuff. Um, I do have a question right, for you. Right so what are, yep. what are your, what's your what's your future plan and goals? Like, you know, you have a good position that you've been in for a minute. Um, Shout out to Megan. Megan just mo- recently moved up to where I'm at in the DMV area. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Megan
1: be doing it big, man.
0: Oh, hell yeah, man. Like I, I always used to tell her how proud of her I was because she's out here taking a bite out of life, you know what I'm saying? And I told her before she came up here, I said, "Get make sure your winter clothes is on point because one day you can wear shorts and the next day it's like in the 30s, bro. Like it's frigid and oh, the wind man. loves to blow. So um, I That's know that... That's catch colds. Yeah. And I know that, you know, much like my career in education, I can go anywhere in the world and do what I do. And you can pretty much do the same thing because media consumption is so huge and not everyone can do what you do well. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. what are some of your future plans or what are you looking at down the road, you know, five, ten years from now, or hell, even next year?
1: Man, honestly, uh like, like you said, I-, I am enjoying my job. Short-term goals is to really help push this uh News 19 nerds, um, thing that we got going, like, further to, you know, get more views, maybe get some more sponsorships going to, uh, cover bigger and, you know, better things than like, what we're doing now. And honestly, I really do enjoy directing. I would love to be part of, uh, production for, like, a TV show. Like, you know, you know, something like with, you know, kind of like whether it's, a something that you would see on, like, uh, like HBO or, like, stars, you know, something of that magnitude, and um, also maybe like work, help work with movies and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. cause I've I've grown, I've grown over the years. Like, I always knew I love watching movies, but now as I grow like more and been working at a TV station, I'm just like, man, I I got to be on somebody's set.
0: I got to put and you like, in touch with um. Shout out to CV CV. I know you listening. You probably like, man, why
1: you ain't had this nigga
0: call me? I got to put you in touch with <laughs> one of our frat brothers. Um, a good Z E noob. good brother. I got to put. I'm gonna put you in touch with him.
1: Hey, shout out to Z E man.
0: Oh hell yeah, man! We had some good times down at Voorhees mm-hmm. College. <laughs> I tell you that story off air.
1: <sighs> oh man, EQ, shots to them <laughs> boys too, man. Uh, oh man, hell USC, yeah. Voorhees State, uh, it was uh, good times, bro. Good times. It seems yeah. so long ago.
0: <laughs> I know, right? It's just you saying that. <laughs> that's a super. Yeah. That's a lifetime ago for me, man.
1: Bro, I'm telling you, this this Greek life make you feel old real quick.
0: It does, man. Like I get called old head at homecoming all the time, man. And I'm like, dang, that's what it feels like. <laughs>
1: Shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like crazy, bro.
0: What advice would you have for a, a young man or a young lady, especially you know someone of color who is looking to get into the media field? What advice would you have for them?
1: Oh man, so, so much. um, First and foremost, especially like if you're already in college and stuff, man, go ahead and just you know w- work to your best ability. Like, do what you can. Like, I didn't, I didn't have like an official internship at this station, so it was like when I went in, it's, like they didn't they didn't really know me like that. But the in, um, internship I did have it was with this local radio station right back in uh hometown Lugoff. You know, shout out to the big big city. <laughs> um. I had this uh, in, uh, internship at a radio station. I was working the audio board there. I was you know, just doing random stuff there and stuff. And I put all those skills that I did there on um, my resume. And um, WLTX saw that. It was just like, hmm, he's worked the audio board before. We need to get in contact with him. So one of the first things I say is whatever you do at your internship, I don't care how short or how long that you did it, put it on your resume as one of the skills that you've done. Um, after that, uh have a lot of stuff that these people can see because honestly, these jobs now, man, they're not going for somebody, oh, you got a degree, but you don't have no experience in this field like you know what you what you're doing here. they want you to have already like done this stuff like in your sleep already mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when you walk through that door because they're not gonna take weeks and weeks of trying to train you for this. they want you to get in there and like get it done um that too I I like to tell people that they need to have professional social media accounts. I say right now, what would you get hired if the boss or whoever was in charge of hiring you looked at your social media right now? Like all like, you know, we know what explicit content that we can see on people's uh, Instagrams and especially with Twitter nowadays, they'll check they'll check your Twitter in a heartbeat. They'll see what all, all types of crazy stuff that you said on there. And if that doesn't represent well, they are not going to hire you. Mm. Yeah, man. But like, experience is important. Uh, you know, connections are essential. Whenever you get somebody's business card, email them like your resume. And say, hey, this is my resume. This is like my experience. Send them like you know the work that you've done. It's it's a lot, man. I, oh, it's it's hard. It's it's really hard to try to keep up with that, but I just tell people to stay encouraged. Don't give up just because you might applied one time for one job at you know at one place. If they got another job opening, you know, go for that one as well. It's right. better better to keep on trying for any open position that you may see.
0: Right, and at that, you know what? So you just dropped another gym on them. So like, like you, much like you, myself, I've had a bunch of jobs. Like I, I've had over. I think I'm probably up to 30 jobs in my life. And what a lot of people right. miss is, <laughs> yeah, my resumes look, I can write like six different resumes. It looks crazy. But um, to add to what you said, if y'all take any special courses or training outside of college, like if you take like a paid course somewhere, put that on your resume as well. But um, mm-hmm. also get your foot in the door. Like so many people are so prideful with this whole, I want to do it my way type thing. And that works for some people and I'm not knocking those people. But sometimes yeah, you have to get your foot. In your do- yeah, if you get your foot in the door, it- now I'm in the building. Now, if I want to slip you something extra to look at, or there's something else I want to learn, or someone I need to get next to, I can do it, and I'm getting a paycheck. You know what I'm saying? And I'm yep. learning. And the other thing beyond that is you're gaining professional experience because you may be at a place that you've been dreaming to get to, and once you get there, you might not like the work environment, you might not like the culture of the company, oh, yeah. and you know you can go. You know what I'm saying? You can be out of there, you know? So, that's another thing you definitely need to do. What? Who are some of your, um, what's the word? Who Like, your networking opportunities. I've seen you take pictures with a lot of people. So, who are some of the coolest people you've met, and wh- what does that uh, look like on the network side of things? Like, do you ever, like, get their numbers, or emails? Like, how do you connect?
1: Uh, I'm trying to think exactly who all I've met. This is something even as, uh, as a young adult, I still need to work on better with getting people's information and then actually still communicating with them. Like after I've met them, uh, like I've seen, we've had like random celebrities, like come to the job and stuff. And, you know, just for like things they may have, um, coming up in the city. Like one time we, uh, had Walker Flocka come to the station. Right. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. He was doing, um, I think a charity concert. This was back when the floods had hit mm-hmm. in Columbia. Uh, so you know he was raising money for that, and when I met him, bruh, it, it was it was just so funny. Like he he acts just like you've like seen him on TV before. We had him do the weather, like it, <laughs> it was hilarious. He was just like, "Oh yeah, and it's gonna rain rain on Grove Street." You know, it's always a party. Wow. It's just like, oh my gosh, but um, yeah, man, it's not. I've, I've met people, and I've had to go through, like, the list of, like, business cards I've had before. I'm, I haven't pushed myself to yet. I want to wait for, like, the right opportunity to holler at somebody when gotcha. I feel like, okay, I need to, you know, move on, transition, or I'm really looking for an opening somewhere. Then I'm going uh, to talk to this person and say, hey, you know, we met uh, here, and for this and such reason, I was, you know, calling you to see about it. If you could help me out, if any, uh you know, openings are available at the station that you're at or wherever they're at, man. I do uh, tell people to rack up on them uh, business cards. Treat them like like they're rare baseball cards or something. Keep them near you and always have uh, room to call somebody.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. I'm not going to keep you much longer because I know you're a married man. So before I let you go, (laughs) my brother, what advice or what part of your experience would you like to share with our listeners? Anyone that's out there listening, what's your final thoughts on everything like just your career, where where you are in life right now and what the future may hold. Give some words of encouragement to the people.
1: Man, listen, like I wake up every day and like, just think to myself, you know, it's been a long time coming, but it's still a long road going. I don't care what age you are. There's always room for growth. Uh, don't, don't always get too comfortable where you at. Always try to keep your mind open to new things. Um, for those still in college, when you graduate, uh, take time out to appreciate the blessing that you have. Um, but plan for the future as much as possible. Go ahead, start learning about you know taxes. Start learning about budgeting for health insurance, car insurance, all that stuff, man, because our parents made it look easy. And Lord yeah. knows, it is not. It's not. My experience with life is trying not to let anything bother you so much because there's so many things going on in this world that could make you upset but always remember God got your back and you're always in good hands working you with the Lord There you have it.
0: There you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining us. Y'all already know FME underscore podcast on Instagram. Join the Facebook group from my experience podcast on Facebook. We have a bunch of lively discussions in there. And also, if you have any questions or comments, hit us up from my experience podcast at gmail.com or FME podcast one at gmail.com. And we will catch y'all next time. Peace.
1: Peace.